Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, everybody. This is Truth Light, and our show is The Light of Truth. And we're just shining light on little areas of life that perhaps you hadn't looked at or a new perspective and so on. Today is very interesting, and uh, so I hope you all had a wonderful night. And I'm just getting the chat room set up here for those people who join us uh, via the chat room. And so good morning to everybody, however you're joining us. Um, it's very interesting today because yesterday um, when I was finishing up the show, and I, I typically don't get a topic until right before a show, and then I go in and I put the name of it and that kind of thing, but it's not it's not typically until just before we go on the air. Well, yesterday, as soon as we finished up the show, um, I got the topic for today, Beauty and the Beast Within, and I thought, wow, what do you, you know, because every, I think everybody who listens on a regular basis knows I kind of work with spirit on this show, and I'm not to sound like one of those crazy people, but I guess maybe I am in some people's view. <laughs> I work very closely with my angels and some ascended masters and just um, archangel realm and just a whole lot of different enlightened beings that are here to assist us on our our path here on earth at this time through these changes in consciousness and and so this is the topic they give me for today and they give it to me 24 hours ahead of time and I think well that's very strange but okay I'll type it up and I'll well last night was the full moon and it was a blue moon and so I don't know what your experiences were but many many people <laughs> as I'm finding and I wake up to all of these emails text messages missed calls etc Uh, It was quite an interesting night for a lot of people. And so a lot of beautiful people found the beast within coming out. (laughs) So, you know, it's kind of an appropriate title now after, after I've seen what has sort of occurred through the night. And so, first of all, I'm going to say, if you had some of these experiences where uh, either you experienced your your beast rather than your beauty coming out or you experience somebody else having that situation occur you know we're going to we're going to just kind of look at why this why this happens and how this works and and that kind of thing and do forgive me i'm i'm coming to you from flagstaff as i usually do in my little house and uh and because i've been dealing with all these these situations i haven't had the first cup of coffee like i usually have by the time we do the show so I'm waiting for the coffee to brew, and I'm betting that my mood and my energy and my words all become a lot smoother <laughs> after the first beloved cup of coffee. So uh, anyway, so you're welcome to call in and comment, and it's 347-677-1443 if you're listening live. If you're listening in on the archives, I love to get feedback from you guys. If you message me here, if you find me on Facebook, the link is on the blog talk page to my Facebook page. And, you know, go ahead and hit follow and like and all that stuff on both pages, and then we can stay in touch and I can hear what you think about things. And uh, I really enjoy that very much to get the feedback and and ideas for, for what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you'd like to see more of, that sort of thing. So, <clears throat> okay. So let's just go ahead and jump right into this. Um, the beauty and beast within, huh? <laughs> so, you know, we live in a world of duality. And uh, that's part of why we come to this planet, why we reincarnate here, is because that duality 
that is within us and within all things allows for um, the relativity for us to experience things and understand them more fully and experience them more fully and and really gain a lot more out of things rather than just in theory. So because we have this duality going on, um, it is very very easy to learn a lot of lessons through just one life if we choose. And so that's, you know, the beginning of when I meditated upon this, um, it's the beginning of what I saw was the beauty and the beast within create the duality so that we can refine ourselves. The beast within helps to refine the beauty within because as we have these experiences, and, and vice versa, the beauty within helps to refine the beast within. As we have experiences through life that either we resonate with or we don't resonate with, that we like or we don't like, that we enjoy or we don't enjoy, um, we decide what we would like to do differently next time. We decide how we would like to react to things. It's like we're sculpting ourselves, and these two energies are our tools. So rather than really tearing ourselves up and, and beating ourselves up about things, if we can just look at them as, well, okay, so that was that was the potential for a whole lot of refinement now, right? If you've had a night where you're just, or a day where you're just like, wow, what was I thinking? What was going on? What was happening there? I'm not sure I'm happy with the way I handled things. Um, whatever it may be, um, you know, stop and look and say, okay, but what caused this? You know, things don't just happen. And so, you know, we may go to a couple different levels here. Um, I tend not to go way far out uh, like I do with people in private because we never really know what the audience span is. And so until I get feedback from you guys and I see what the audience type is that is listening, it's hard for me to really allow myself to go too far off. Um, But we can get pretty far out on the show if if people so desire. So... um, you know, the one thing I will say is that we talk often about, um, you know, other energies around us, other souls that are kind of stuck here on Earth, um, and it's not always ghosty things. Sometimes it's just energy, kind of wads of energy <laughs> that kind of take on personalities, you know. It's not always that they were a person and have passed on. So, for instance, if we have... We have a, a night where we're sort of giving into things that, you know, we know that the the outcome isn't good. We know we're kind of feeding that beast within. We know that when we do these things, that doesn't bring out our most beautiful side, you know, <laughs> but yet we do them anyway. Um, sometimes we're encouraged by uh, a different state of energy. So, like, if you're around some people who tend to do things often that, that don't bring out the beauty and and you kind of fall into that peer pressure, energetic peer pressure, so to speak. You know, there are these sort of energy forms or energy beings that that do sort of encourage you. I mean, you see it in the movies and TV shows sometimes and stuff like that. And, you know, the thing is that it's real. And so <laughs> it's not good to watch those TV shows or movies because all it does is empower that stuff, you know, but that's a whole other show. So you need to understand that that stuff is real and it it is out there and it is very attracted to the beast within us. And so if we're choosing to come from the beauty within us 
it's much less likely to be able to influence us. So we have this stuff going on inside, but then we have the stuff going on outside as well. And so it's a very interesting mix to uh, to really, in each action, in every decision, decide who's, who's going to be uh, nurtured and empowered, the beauty or the beast. So... <clears throat> um, for instance, I know that yesterday was was uh, in my experience, and I, I really hadn't even made the connection with the full moon and the blue moon, and usually I kind of keep track of the moon energy, but things have just been crazy with, you know, different businesses and the radio show and, and family and whatever, and so I really didn't keep track. And uh, I do know that yesterday at the center that I work at, Sacred Light of Sedona, I should say I work through, um, ah, the first... The first cup of coffee. Hooray! Um, the center that I work through, Sacred Light of Sedona, in Sedona, obviously, um, it was a very strange day yesterday. It was very strange. We had, um, you know, some of the employees were just not themselves. <laughs> and then the other, the other people there were a little agitated that these employees were not really being themselves, and it was really creating kind of a funk in the, uh, in the center. And so we had to really work on our own energy and, and it was all just a little a little strange. And so what Jessica and I did, Jessica is the one who owns the center, and uh, so what we did was we did some fabulous cleansing foot bath things. And I don't even know what the name of it is. It's not ionic. It's something really powerful. And we got a lot of the gunk out. And I have to say that I noticed after there was time taken to nurture myself, and be in the company of somebody who typically chooses light or beauty over beast, um, I felt much better, despite the moon situation and whatever. I think that I find that that full moon energy really does, even at its most powerful, really does just amp up whatever's going on. And so you can choose what you would like to have amped up. So I do know, just from the phone calls and text messages and things that I've had today, that there there are a whole lot of relationships that are having to do some healing. There are, you know, some people with bosses that need to make amends. There, There's a lot of stuff that was cleared out last night or brought to the surface in order to be cleared up. And uh, it's very important that we're aware when we're going through life and we see that this, you know, let me see how to put it. We want to be aware of the fact that there is beauty and there is beast within all of us. And what do the different people in our lives bring out? What do they embrace? What do they bring about? Do they bring about the beauty? Or do they bring about what we would refer to as the beast? the things that maybe we don't want to empower. And so finding the people that we spend time with, finding the books that we read, the movies we watch, the TV shows, etc. You know, as we're you came to be on this earth in a time of shifting consciousness. So it it just makes logical sense that you probably wanted to empower that beauty within. And so <clears throat> not to say that the uh that the beast shouldn't be acknowledged that the beast shouldn't it shouldn't be there. It's a part of your duality. 
but it's learning to shift the volume and learning to um, say when and learning how to interact with different things and different people. For instance, if you drink whiskey and it brings out the worst in you, maybe don't drink whiskey anymore. <laughs> you know? If you if you do certain things, like if you, you know, engage in drug use once in a while or you, you know, go see a group of people that just really um, are all about just being wild and crazy and letting the beast out and that's really cool in that circle, okay, that's fine. I mean, it's not putting anybody down. It's just saying typically if you're tuning into a show like this, typically if you're seeking something like this out, then you're trying to at least get a handle on what's going on and how do I decide whether it's the beauty or the beast that is coming out. How do I decide which one I'm feeding? And, you know, you really want to be aware. You just want to be aware. And you want to be aware of the things that feed the different sides. In order to keep, you know, it's not all about, oh, keep the beast down and and don't let that thing out, and I don't want to see that side of me, because then you're not doing anything to feed the beauty. We all have that beautiful side. And, you know, some of the people, not just this full moon, but other full moons too, and just just regular day-to-day, some of the people that I deal with are just phenomenally beautiful, just so beautiful, and they don't uh, don't acknowledge that within themselves. So it's like... um, a flower that's trying to blossom, but it's not ever given the space to. And so it's important to really, you know, we tend to point out the crappy stuff about each other. We tend to point out what you're doing wrong or what I'm doing wrong or, you know, and really beat ourselves up and that kind of thing. And so all we're actually doing is nurturing the beast in one way or another. Like when we're dealing with kids and Instead of, you know, my kids were in Montessori, my mom was a Montessori teacher, and uh, Jessica's child is in Montessori, and um, one of the things they tend to do there is really look at a situation, and, you know, you can feed the beauty or you can feed the beast in every situation, in every person. So in Montessori, it's kind of neat because they typically find some way, any way, to pull the beauty out of a situation and really empower it. And so it's not that they don't acknowledge the beast in the little kid that's trying to come out. It's not that they shove it back down and scold it. They just instead choose to feed the beauty of the situation and of the child and the good things and the fabulous qualities they see. And, you know, so they they shift the focus. They shift the energy to that which, which which is more desirable. And so why can't we just kind of treat ourselves in that same light? So I would love to hear, um, and I know today it's kind of funny because yesterday we had so many callers and today really not any. <laughs> so I see a few people in chat. So hello and whoever's listening via your computer, hello. It's feeling very lonely in the studio. <laughs> So uh, anyway, so we want to decide who it is we want to empower. And I'm not here to tell you that we we all want to empower the beauty because your path is not my path. And I respect you and your path and I respect other people in their path to know that they're perfectly 
able to feed or empower whichever side they want to of themselves. But recognizing that you have this duality within you and making those choices, which one would I like to feed? Which one would I like to empower? And sometimes that takes retraining because we've been taught in our society to always empower the beast somehow. We've been taught in our society to, even if it's what we don't want to have come out, that's what we focus on because we focus on griping and complaining or beating ourselves up or or uh, punishment or whatever it may be. We rarely go, wow, am I glad that that was just one night and typically I choose this and these are the things that that really... I'm not I'm not feeling good about with whatever this situation was that happened and I would really prefer to feel these other things that that this other side of me brings out. And so just just stating within or out loud whichever it may be which one you choose. Now, you know, a lot of us have had kids and we've had teenagers and <clears throat> we've talked about how the kids coming through these days are incredibly powerful little sources of energy. And uh they don't always choose to empower the beauty. <laughs> Sometimes they really enjoy empowering that beast. And as a parent or a teacher or you know somebody that has to interact with them, that can be a little difficult because then we have to decide what do we want to empower with us. Do we match beast for beast? And with any situation, when a conflict comes up and there's that that initial need for some sort of action or reaction – which side of us would we like to come from? And do you think about it ahead of time? Or do you just react without thinking about it? And when you do react, what comes out? So really looking at these two parts of our, our being, the beauty and the beast within, it's, you know, when I say beast within, I don't mean this horrible snarling. Well, <laughs> sometimes for some people. <laughs> but it's not, it's not, a bad thing. It's just the other side to our duality. It's the yang to our yin, you know? And so deciding what we would like to use when we, before we react, before we take action on something, before we walk into a situation, we can say, okay, which side do I want to come from? It doesn't have to be a big, I'm going to sit down and meditate for an hour these are just two parts of your natural being. And so when you go into any situation or you're talking on the phone with somebody and they want you to come hang out or you know, you go into a certain part of your job or whatever it may be or you you and your significant other or your kids or whatever start having conversations, we typically know the patterns. We know when that conversation or when that group of people is headed for a space that can bring the beast out in us or can bring the beauty out within us. And we know when the beast in them will typically come out. And so what if we were to try just for an experiment, and I mean I do this, but for you, for an experiment, if you don't already do it, really identifying the patterns as they're happening in your life, especially with the people around you and work and that kind of thing, and see, okay, what is it, what does the path look like when the beast starts coming out? What does the path look like when the beauty starts coming out in these other people? And <clears throat> as you start going down the path that you don't want to experience, 
begin shifting with words that empower that beautiful side. I'm assuming that it's it's the beast part that you wouldn't want to encounter, but that's assuming, and you know what they say. So what if you were to shift it as you see yourself going down that path and begin to bring out the beauty in that person rather than the beast before the path ever takes you to that place? Hopefully this makes sense. Um, <laughs> it... uh it's a very interesting technique to use and you have to be able to identify the beauty and the beast within each one of you because if you get blindsided and you're not aware, then before you know it, you're yelling and screaming and hopping up and down or doing the silent treatment or whatever it might be and you're not coming from that beautiful place within you. So we have to be aware of what triggers us, of what triggers the people around us it makes life a lot easier. We don't have to be. You don't have to be anything, but it makes life easier if you can kind of get a grip on, okay, so I see the duality in me and I see the duality in you. Now, how do they interact together? If you're around a group of people that, you know what, in most cases, it just feeds the beast and they really don't even acknowledge the beauty, then is that where you want to be? Just because you've hung out with them since you were 12 doesn't necessarily mean that's the place for you to still be. We grow, we change. We begin coming from different uh, percentages of the beauty versus the beast and the beast versus the beauty. And, and so sometimes we have to adjust our lives accordingly. When we take on relationships, you know, if we have a, a committed relationship, it tends to be that, you know, we do so because that particular partnership of energy brings out more of the beauty or challenges us in a manner that we can better uh, sculpt ourselves. And so if you're in a relationship where that's not happening, if you're in a relationship that's really just empowering the part that you would prefer not to have empowered, it's important to look at that and decide, is this really what I still want? Is this, you know, did you get into, sometimes we get into relationships thinking, oh, I can change them or or they'll, you know, suddenly they're changing you, and and uh, you know, it's not a not a consensual change. <laughs> you know, sometimes we get in relationships and go, "Wow, I love this because you bring out the best in me," and so we're essentially saying, "Yes, please continue to bring out the best in me." Sometimes we get in a relationship knowing we can bring out the best in somebody, and they prefer to come from that beast place more so. They enjoy it. They like it. It's what empowers them or it's what, what they feel connected to, at least at the time. And so it's not going to, we don't really have their consensual agreement to bring out the beauty in one another. And so that can be very frustrating. And so looking at the relationships that we have, looking at the jobs that we take, looking at the different experiences we have, we have to stop and say, okay, how much of my life is really empowering that beauty? And how much of my life is empowering the beast? And what do I like or dislike about that? You know, sometimes in business we need that beast to come out. You know, in different situations that beast needs to come out. If you're an athlete, if you're, you know, some well, I used to uh, used to be a bodybuilder, and and sometimes that was a great release. You know, the beast is there. It's not constantly denying it and saying, oh no, that's not even there. It's learning how to allow that beast to cohabitate with the beauty and bring out the best in it as well. 
So we can bring out the best in the beast, <laughs> if, that, if that makes sense to people. You know, it's simply this this power and this um, charge, sort of, that we have within us. We uh, we don't necessarily want to completely shut it down because that's not healthy either. So getting to know the different sides of us, getting to know the different sides of the people around us, helping us understand how to be able to empower both sides in a healthy way so that that beast becomes more of um, a tenacious part of our nature that assists us in in creating the change we want, in getting to the places we want to go, that kind of thing. The Empowering that beast within us is not a bad thing. It's when we're not recognizing it, when we're not refining it and deciding how we would like to use that. We're just allowing it to just react and knee-jerk reactions and just kind of go like a like a spoiled little kid or an angry young man or whatever it may be. Um, not really getting to know that part of ourselves. And society doesn't really teach us to get to know that part. It does, however, empower that part most of the time, but it doesn't encourage us to get to know that part and understand how to work within that. So it's just simply a matter of refining that energy. And, you know, that's why we have the beauty and the beast, because the beauty can assist in molding that beast within us that it's simply a charge of power we can use when it's necessary and it can cohabitate in a healthy manner. Our beautiful side, a lot of us tend to shut down because it's not empowered by society. It's not accepted in a lot of cases, especially with men. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. It's, uh, it's almost like this forbidden thing, you know, to admit you have a beautiful side. Well, you know what, men? I'm here to tell you, you do each and every one of you, and denying it really is just um, sort of a sign of weakness because you have this beauty and this beast within you and you're completely shutting down the side that can assist you in moving forward and and holding compassion and holding space for the people you care about. And not all of you, but some of you, you you're kind of taught that by society to shut out that beautiful part. And I, I believe it's beginning to shift a bit now Um, but it can be a little frustrating because as women we see the beauty within you because, well, you see in others what you have in yourself, right? And that's where we're coming from in most cases is that beautiful part, at least we try to. And so we see it within the men, but they're not coming from that space. They're coming from the beast space in, in some cases. And again, this is, you know, we're working with a wide variety of audience. So in my experience, in many cases... You can see the beauty there in the man, you know, but they decide to come from that beast side because nobody's ever taught them how to refine the beauty part, and you get squashed. They get squashed. Everybody around them gets squashed. And it's a little frustrating, and it's a little hurtful, and then we get all upset because, well, we just don't understand because I know that I see the beauty within him. I see his potential. I see, see, see. Well, that's great, but he's not choosing to come from that space. And that's the part we can't really change. The person has to identify what's happening. The person has to identify, okay, I'm out of balance with these two. They have to at least acknowledge that they have a beautiful side. 
So, you know, it's not just beast, it's beauty and beast within. And so um, really when we look at relationships, whether we're male or female, whether it's friends, you know, um, intimate relationships, whatever it might be with our kids, whatever, okay, relationships with our kids, not intimate relationships with our kids, obviously. (laughs) Clearly, I need to have the cup of coffee before we start the show. (laughs) My words are coming out just a little jumbled. Okay, so when we're looking at these different relationships, our expectation is that they would be coming from the place that we see the most in them. What we have to understand is that we're seeing through eyes of someone coming from the space we're coming from. So what we see is that part within us that we're coming from. Whether that's beast, whether that's beauty, whether it's a mixture of the two, whatever it may be. We're not seeing what they're coming from unless we prepare ourselves to do so. So we can condition ourselves to get ourselves out of the way and not see them through our personal eyes, but see them through a detached manner and really respect and witness them coming from the space they're coming from. And then we know whether or not they're going to resonate with us. We know whether or not they're they're really trying to choose this or that or the other. Um, and and if they're just sort of playing that game. You know, for instance, we were dealing with somebody in the center yesterday that talks a good game of coming from beauty. But, you know, we're a center full of psychics, so (laughs) somehow that just escapes people sometimes when they come in and they talk to us and they they try to convince us that they're one way and we're a, a center full of psychics. We see right through it, you know. And uh, and so it's very interesting to watch people, and I don't know if it's that they're trying to pull the wool over our eyes or if they're really fooling themselves. Sometimes that's hard to tell. And uh, And so it's interesting when you try to point out to people what's happening, they very resentful, very rebellious, very, no, 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 that's not it at all. I'm I'm blissful, I'm happy, things are better than they've ever been before, but the energy coming off them is just anger, irritation, just get away from me, everybody bothers me. And their words are like, everything's so beautiful. <laughs> you know, you're thinking, okay, this is not a healthy mix right here. They're not, something's going on here. And so, it's an imbalance between that beauty and beast. It's an an unwillingness to accept the reality of what's happening within them. And so we have to look at that ourselves, but we want to watch that in other people because, you know, our paths are affected by other people. And we have to, you know, if you take on a life partner, whatever your situation is, if you take that on or you take on a child, you know, you... uh you take on employees or employers or whatever it may be, as we interact with each other in this world, it's really beneficial for us to understand this stuff, to see, okay, we've got both this in us. You know, how does my beauty and beast react to your beauty and beast? Do they get along? (laughs) You know, do they kind of even each other out? Is it worth putting up with the crap? Because as you join in a partnership with people, you are basically taking on their beauty and beast within as well 
and saying, okay, we're going to figure this out together. We're going to make this work together. And so sometimes that can be just a little frustrating because you go, you know, you know better than this. I know you know better than this. We've had conversations. Why are you why are you just going out and doing craziness that allows this beast to just come in and take over our entire lives? Why are you going hanging out with people that you know it never ends up well? You know that it's just too much beast energy in one space and that it ripples into all the rest of your life. You know, there have been times when I've seen in in my own family and in other people's lives, you go out for one night and you are embracing that beast within and you're around other people embracing that beast within and all these beasts go just a little crazy and that one night can end relationships, can end jobs, can end freedom, can end financial future, can end everything because one night one day, one moment, one whatever, you didn't maintain that balance. You just allowed that beast to come out and take over. And it's because you made a choice that you knew better than to make. Almost always, you knew better. So isn't it kind of neat to understand that you're not all beast? If you're feeling like you're all beast, then it's because that beautiful side of you has just been shoved to the side, to the side, to the side, to the side, till it's like just up against the wall of your being, all flattened out like a little flat cap, right? And and that beast is just kind of, without even knowing what to do, got to handle the whole show now. And it's a lot of pressure to put on a little beast. It needs that beautiful part to come and take some of the pressure off. So it's important to allow that balance to come. You know, it's very important to, um, aw, <laughs> well, thanks, Miss Pretty. <laughs> I do love this chat feature. That's very nice. Good morning to you. <laughs> so it's important to um, nurture and allow this beauty part to take some of the load, too, so that your beast doesn't get so out of control that your life just starts falling apart. Because, you know, very few people have let that beautiful side kind of come into balance and have their life fall apart. Now, I can say, you know, we're talking a lot about the beast, but the beauty, if it's out of balance as well, that can be an issue. Some people are constantly just loving and doing for other people, and that's fabulous, and they're full of compassion, and yes, come stay at my house, and that's okay, I'll feed you, and everything's beautiful, and, and it really is. That's fabulous. Until one day you look around and you have mentally unstable people staying in your home and you're afraid to sleep at night and you have no money and you're working really hard but it's all going to somebody else that that isn't necessarily coming from the same space or respecting it. This beauty wants to give, it wants to love, it wants to be compassionate, it wants to just beautify the world and that's fabulous. But even that out of balance can wreck your life, can wreck other people's paths, can it tends to, you know, as we're doing so much in this name of beauty and, and we can, you know, in Sedona we see this a lot. People so get in that vibe of of doing for others, you know, and they don't, one, they don't do for themselves, but they don't realize that they're taking over the path for um 
for the other people. So you're sort of saying, okay, I don't respect you enough to do this for yourself, so I'm going to do it for you because I'm just that beautiful. <laughs> you know, we their intentions are good. Their intentions really are good in, in 99% of the time. <clears throat> but they're derailing the other people's paths. They're derailing their own path. So you've got to have that balance between beauty and beast because one day, and this this is a is a reference to somebody that that I know. You know, one day you wake up and you go, "Holy crap! What happened to my house? Why it's never peaceful? These people are always fighting. I have to lock my door and put something in front of it because I'm afraid that this person's going to come do something in my sleep." You know, it's just this. But I I just wanted them to have a nice safe space and it's a pretty house and there was room and they didn't have any money and blah, blah, blah. And so I just want to take care of them because we should all be compassionate and you know, and that's fabulous coming from that beautiful space. But now what? You know, that beast energy in balance is what helps maintain the balance here on earth. The beast is very much the earthbound, what we refer to as the beast, is very much the, okay, let's set the boundaries for this this physicality in earth. Let's get the forward motion in the action that's necessary to manifest in this place on earth. The beauty is very much the etheric. The beautiful inspirations, the loving energy, the healing energy, that, that vibration that we're all one, you know, and they both have their place in this in this experience that we call life on earth. And so finding <clears throat> finding that balance is really imperative. We don't want to squash out the beast. And one time, um, you know, just too many times of of allowing the beautiful part to to become like like the experience that I just shared with you. Too many times of letting that beautiful part get squashed is going to make us sort of, in many cases, makes us sort of put the beauty away and just hide it. And we don't, we don't want to uh, allow that to get hurt again. We hide our beauty now because, well, people just take advantage of it. Well, no, you know what? The people didn't take advantage of it. You kept shoving it in their face and you didn't allow that beast to set boundaries like it needed to. And now you're saying the world takes advantage if you let your beauty out. Well, that's just not the case. You have to have the balance between the beauty and the beast. There's a reason that we've got those those two sides. So even when we're dealing with the people that we love the most in the world, we have to have that balance so that the boundaries can be set so that the beauty is safe to come out and express itself without overextending without being afraid of being shut down without whatever it may be because sometimes we're in situations where we're around people who really empower the beast and we choose to empower the beauty and so sometimes people who empower the beast don't want to see the beauty they don't want to acknowledge the beauty they have some kind of issue with beauty and so they'll just start kind of crushing you emotionally their beast kind of takes over and starts smacking the beauty in you and and so we get to a point where we just start hiding it and hiding it and protecting it because we don't want it to get hit anymore. We don't want it to be abused anymore. That's emotional abuse of sorts. Although in a lot of cases, the person who is doing the, the sort of beauty bashing is not even aware that there's any beauty beast 
whatever. Like they're they're not acknowledging that. They're just just reacting, and they've somehow empowered that beast to such a degree that the beauty is not seen, the beauty is not heard, it doesn't have a voice anymore. And so when a beast is allowed to kind of run amok within somebody, they tend to feel the need to just let that run amok on you as well. And they really are very resistant to the beauty thing because that beast that's been allowed to run amok doesn't want them seeing that beauty feels nice, doesn't want them acknowledging that. So it's almost like, a part of their being that's fighting for survival now because it's been empowered and shown. It's it's like this person has shown, okay, there is no balance between beauty and beast. It's one or the other. So the beast within them kind of gets the gets the feel that I have to conquer the beauty part because it's one or the other. It can't be both in harmony. And so you have this inner conflict going on. And when you when you encounter somebody who's dealing with the beautiful aspect, that beast within them is like, no, shut that down because I don't want this person to see. I don't want the person that I reside within to see that there's another choice because I want to live. So it's kind of probably a little bit of a different perspective <laughs> than uh, than we've we've shared before. I know that I've never really heard anybody talk about this perspective per se. Um, and so it's it's very interesting with these shows because it's not me speaking. I mean, it is me speaking, but um, I have no idea what the topic is going to really be about until we start doing the show. <laughs> so as we're doing the show, some stuff comes out and I go, wow, that's really neat. I need to listen to that show. So this is one of those shows that I'm going, wow, this is pretty neat stuff. Not anything I ever learned before. <laughs> so we're just sharing it with you for the first time, and, and I hope you're getting something out of it. And Again, please message me, please follow me, please talk to me on Facebook, whatever, and and let me know what you're thinking about all of this. Um, I do feel like there is a need for healing and a, a need for balance, and I feel like people are very quick to shut down one or the other side to themselves, and we all have our own reasons, and very few of us see that there is a balance, a coexistence, a harmony to all of this. It is very much the yin and yang. And so it's imperative to have that balance and to allow that beast side of you to be empowered, to be strong and strengthened, but to be shown how to move you forward in a productive manner. And so it's really that refinement of of what... I'm sorry, okay, so here's the here's the thing in my house, right? I do this radio show from my little house up in the woods, and I have two dogs, one of which is a beagle. Most of you know this because we talk about the beagle often. So I'm downstairs now doing the show where typically I'm upstairs in the loft. And right now I can hear my little beagle getting into something up there. <laughs> and he's just going to town on whatever it is he's into that he's not supposed to. I can hear the crinkling of the paper. So I have no idea what he's into, but something he's not supposed to be, and I'm trying to stay very focused on the show. But <laughs> just so you know, the distraction is because I know that Beagle's up there doing something he's not supposed to be doing. <laughs> okay, so now back to the balance. <laughs> so we want to create this balance within, and we want to sort of train that, that quote, beast part of us to assist us to live in a harmony 
We don't want to teach it to be the beauty because then it's no longer what it is. It's the it's the the wheels and the drivetrain and everything of this vehicle that we're of our life. So we need it to be what it is, but we can refine it so that it reacts. Ah, ah, okay, so what I'm hearing from spirit is we want it to act rather than react. So when we get very caught up in emotions, and this is something I teach in my classes, when we get very caught up in emotions, emotions are not feelings. Feelings are like the inspiration from spirit. Feelings are from the heart, sort of gut feelings, kind of just, hmm, I think this, this, whatever it is, right? I feel that I would like to go to work five minutes early. I feel that I would like to interact with this person that I've never met before. You know, a perfect example, um, at the five minutes early to work, you miss a car accident, whatever it might be. The, you know, I was in a coffee shop in Orlando uh, one day, and, and there was this young man, right? He's young. He's in his 20s, and I'm in my 30s, I think, at that time, or early 40s, something like that. And um, <clears throat> And so I felt this real connection, and not like the creepy romantic whatever connection no i just i felt this connection i had to go talk to this person i had no idea why and and so i'm sitting there going okay well how do i do this without looking like some kind of crazy cougar or something right and <clears throat> and so i sat for a little bit and i allowed the i just said you know please present the opportunity because it was so strong you know i just knew i was supposed to interact with this person so eventually he was on the phone and a part of the conversation something came up that we had in common and and so I went over and I asked him about whatever it was once he got off the phone and that was the connection well we sat and talked for three hours and this young man was in the middle of a really big life decision he was very confused had nobody to talk to who would get their own opinions out of the way and so I just sat and I listened we were there for three hours and we just talked and I just listened to him and he was allowed to express himself and I and we just you know so he came to a decision by the time we were done well, now this young man is still like friends with me on Facebook and it's been, holy moly, it's got to be seven years, something like that. He's now traveling the world. He's doing all this phenomenal stuff. He was a contributing writer in a book that had like Wayne Dyer and all these different, a Hay House book. And he just is doing all of these amazing things with his life. And so one day we're going to have him on the show. We're just trying to connect with a time because he's all over the world. And so he's had this, phenomenal experience but that was a feeling that i had an emotion is like a knee-jerk reaction somebody did this this makes me mad somebody cut me off in traffic they do that i get angry well that's an emotion that's a knee-jerk reaction so a feeling promotes action which is thought through and processed and taken in a calm manner. It may be taken quickly. It may be thought through and processed quickly. If you're in an emergency situation, you're calm. You're allowing your feelings to come through and just know what it is you need to do versus, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, running around with your you know, head in your hands and screaming and, and just reacting all over the place. So one is the beauty, one is the beast, an untrained beast. So where we were going with this is you want to train your beast to not react, but to take action, to allow you, to encourage you to take action and empower you to take action because that's really what your beast does. So when it comes to business or it comes to life or it comes to relationships, you want to 
you know, the beauty is the part that has the the feelings, and the the uh, beast is the part that tends to have the emotions. And so we want to have that beauty part sort of train the beast part. And vice versa, the beast part sort of train the beauty part so that that beautiful part is not wanting to give away everything that you own and give away all of your energy and all of your time and and it creates imbalance. You know, as a light worker, as a healer, it's sometimes very hard to find that balance because you just, you know what, it's just energy. I can give it away. It doesn't cost me anything. Well, okay, one, for me at least, I've got a whole lot of money in training. I've got as much money in training as most doctors have. And so it did cost me something. Do I still want to give it away? Yes. (laughs) Jessica keeps me in line a lot of the time, and now I'm having to keep her in line a lot of the time because otherwise we would just give all of our energy and all of our time away because we just love. We just want to. That's just what we do. But it's not balanced. It's not healthy for us. It's not healthy for the person that we're interacting with. And so our beast side can sort of step up and go, okay, but we're going to set some boundaries here. You know, it doesn't have to be in an angry way because it's not being subdued. It's not being shoved down going, you're a bad beast. You know, we're just saying, okay, these are two different sides of us and they each serve a purpose and we're going to respect them because we know that they're being, um, they're being refined. They're not out of control, you know. So, <clears throat> um, all right. So, it's interesting that we've had no calls in today because I really expected to have some calls in about this one. But um, anyway, we're down to about ten minutes. I do want to, uh, I want to just kind of give a shout out to um, to Spring Rain Peony, who who I talk about a lot. She's not a sponsor of the show. Okay, she doesn't pay me to talk to, talk about her. Uh, she is somebody who is quite phenomenal and has created this gluten-free, dairy-free, whatever cookbook that she created because she saw so many people with gluten allergies and celiac and whatnot struggling so hard to find a way to eat, which is kind of an important function. And it's a big freaking deal if you don't know what to eat. You suddenly, I, you know, I befriended her years ago. Uh, we found each other in in the classes that I was teaching, that kind of thing. And and I was almost dying of celiac, and we didn't know what the problem was. And then we finally identified the problem, and I have been struggling with that. Well, how do you how do you eat when you can't have gluten and you can't have dairy and you can't have this and you can't have that and whatever? And, and so she created this cookbook called Eat Conscious and Be Merry, and it's fabulous. It's yummy. It's easy. It's simple, and it's written for people like me. And so that's why I put it out there because there are so many people like me now. So her website is holisticnaturalco.com. The holistic line on there is amazing. Um, I run myself ragged. I forget to eat. I go through all this crap with the eating issues. And um, <clears throat> and so my vitamins and minerals, et cetera, are pretty, pretty messed up. <clears throat> and so, uh, so I use the moringa that she has. I use the... Uh, the immune balance builder or something, whatever it is, I use the, uh, there's all these different things. I use the water relief if I have any kind of aches or pains going on. I use that whole line and it's phenomenal. And so that's why I talk about this. I just want to kind of give the shout out to her because the way these things came about, and I'm going to kick her butt into writing her story on her website because it's quite phenomenal how this line came about. Um, She was diagnosed with some pretty major illnesses and, um, 
and she overcame them on her own. She's brilliant when it comes to the nutritional stuff and and the herbal stuff, and so uh, so we like to give her a shout out every single show. So it's holisticnaturalco.com. Eat Conscious and Be Merry by Spring Rain Peony. You can get it on Amazon as well. And we do have a caller who wants to share, so I'm going to pull you over from the... And just be aware, we have about eight minutes left. So area code 770, hello, how are you? Uh, Hello, Uh, my name is Maddie. I just tuned in, really, wow. Um, I think you're talking about holistic, holistic health. Well, we're just mentioning a friend of mine. The show was actually The Beauty and Beast Within, so um, different topic. But as we were wrapping up, I just wanted to give kind of a shout-out to my friend Spring Rain Peony, who has developed this holistic line. She's she's uh, quite amazing as far as the holistic stuff goes. But, but that is what I use, so I'm able to talk about it. <laughs> what do you have to say? As far as I'm concerned, that's that is the way to go. <laughs> it is, absolutely. You know, it's pretty phenomenal that uh, we have just kind of have gone, oh, yeah, Mother Nature, we got this. <laughs> We're just going <Yeah. laughs> to kind of create all this craziness with radioactive God knows what and toxins and poisons and, and go, yes, now we're making people healthy and forget Mother Nature. It's a little frightening. <laughs> yes. Uh, so no, now no. You're, in, you're in Georgia, correct? I'm in Georgia, yes. Yes, I'm I am. Actually, uh, I believe I'm actually planning a, a tour to Georgia in October. So that's kind of neat. I have a lot of people that I work with there. So, <clears throat> um, Okay, so now... You're coming here for October for to work with a group or have a I lecture? Probably will about, do, no, um, oh. I'll, I'll have classes that just are open to everybody. So, yeah, I am. Um, what area will uh, you be in? It'll be the um, probably the Atlanta area, uh, probably around um, like Alpharetta area. Oh yeah, Alpharetta. Where I end up? Yeah, that's and, north. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but then I'll be going down into Florida and that kind of thing as well, I believe. So, the uh, the classes will be listed just for anybody who's listening and is interested. The classes will be listed on the Sacred Light of Sedona. dot com website and also mysticaltruth.com. So <clears throat> we'll have all those listed on the websites, and you can kind of sign up for an email or whatever if you want a notification. But so, um, so is this your first time joining us? I believe so. Oh, yes. okay. Well, welcome. Thank you. Are you doing any readings today? You know, I'm not today because we we've been talking about this beauty and beast within thing, and it's so appropriate because of all the craziness that went on with the full moon last night, and so. Um, oh, it was a full moon last night? It was a, Not only was it a full moon, but it was a blue moon. <clears throat> oh, and a blue so moon last I, night. I now understand the once in a blue moon saying because I woke up to all kinds of crazy text messages about craziness that happened and missed phone calls and messages and emails and God knows what from people who were, you know, frantically, you know, trying to uh, get some, some guidance and whatever from these different things that were going on and so I woke up to that this morning and went, oh, yeah, it was a blue moon, okay. <laughs> so do you, feel, do you feel that blue moon like a few days before, like a couple of days before? Does it have an effect on you? You know, typically any full moon, it's the uh, I actually have a, a rule for myself that three days before the full moon, 
I am not to make any decisions. I'm not. I can't make any important phone calls. I, because typically the full moon really affects me three days, you know, the three days leading up to it. And then once the full moon reaches its point and starts going away again, then I'm usually fine. But those three okay. days leading up to I've it are just three full of anxiety and all kinds of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, it that. really depends on on your makeup. You know, on how because. You know, I mean, you think about even just the science of it, it affects the water, it affects, you know, all these different things, and so it's just got a different magnetic pull going on. And so what part of your, and my theory is that that magnetic pull, like it pulls the waves in the oceans and that kind of thing, although it's minuscule, when it's in your brain, in your human brain, it's creating kind of firings, I think, in different parts of your brain. And so I think that's why people are affected differently by it. Yes, I, I truly believe that. I truly believe because my ex-husband, he would have um, during the full moon phase, he couldn't sleep. Right. That's one thing I have to. Yeah, I'll be awake for days. You say it must be that damn full moon. <laughs> and, right. and sometimes look out, look out, go out and look out, and sure enough, it's the full moon. Mm-hmm. And I, when I was yeah, in it's kind of crazy. I just plan. Now I plan for it, you know, and some people say, well, because you know it's coming. Well, I didn't always know when it was coming. It's a pattern I've seen in myself. And so now what I do is I go, okay, there's going to be a full moon at this time, so I'm just going to go ahead and allow myself to work through the night, these two nights, and I'm just going to, you know, so I like kind of rearrange my schedule for it so that I'm I'm working with the energy rather than uh, full moon's keeping me awake and blah, blah, blah. You know what, it's going to do what it's going to do. Uh, yeah, that's the yes. reaction I have. So why not work with that energy? Okay. You know, so I take all my crystals out and I charge my crystals through the full moon because that's a wonderful thing to do. And also, if you take like water in a blue bottle, glass, you know, and put it out under the full moon, wow, is that some amazing water? Fabulous. Water Fabulous. and put it in a blue bottle. Yeah, in the blue bottle, it does something with well, the energy. You a blue bottle. The vibration of the blue. You know, there's actually a company that um, sells bottled water, and it starts with an S, but you'll recognize them by the blue bottle. <laughs> it's okay. like it's a uh, it's a little expensive, like it's two bucks a bottle or something. And I gripe about the price, but I love the bottle, so I buy it for the bottle. And then oh, the I just bottle is those kind bottles. of tall and slim. Yeah, and it's a nice cobalt blue. So if you put water in that, I think I've seen that in uh, one of the one of the stores. Uh, yeah, but I look. And whole food, and I think I've seen that water. And is it spring water? I, you know what? I don't even know. I don't even, you don't know. even know. I just okay. know that I buy it for the bottle. <laughs> so we're okay, down you... to about a minute and a half. So I'm gonna say thank you so much for thank joining you. us. And I probably right. will be reading right, tomorrow. If you want to call back okay. in? Okay, it was all good. All right. I got what I need. Have... Fabulous. Have a great day. Uh-huh. All right. Thanks. Thank you so much. Sorry, I think I accidentally cut her off there. Um, Anyway, so, yeah, we have less than a minute, so we're not going to do our meditation today like we normally do, but you can go to the archives, and uh, about the last 10 minutes of most of the shows, there's a a meditation. Always good, so you can find them there anytime. Remember, you can find me at sacredlightofsedona.com. If you're in Sedona, stop by, say hello, get a reading, get some energy work, whatever. You can also find me at mysticaltruth.com. It's having a facelift, but for now it's functional, and that's the number you can reach me at. Um, Go ahead and follow me on Blog Talk so you can stay up to date, and the Facebook link is right there if you'd like to follow me on Facebook. And uh, All right, we're down to 30 seconds. 
So you guys are phenomenal. It's so awesome to see repeat people here day after day. It makes it worth getting up and doing this. And uh, and I really enjoy my time with you. So you guys have a wonderful day. Embrace the beauty and the beast. Kind of give that beast some guidance. And uh, love yourself, okay? Have a great day, everybody. Bye. <laughs>